Yo. What up? Would you call this podcast? It's like we do it every like what sixteen weeks or something. It's like every that? so often. I like yo. <laughs> I'm not going front though. I don't be minding it because sometimes niggas they just be having podcasts to talk about nothing. You know? you know what? But if it's consistent, nothing doesn't that make it something? Mm. Mm. Welcome you, back, y'all. I had I had a I had a recent revelation, right? Okay. A, about we po- got a revelation even before the intro about podcasts though. Yes. Is I realize I'm like yo. I spend six hours a week listening to Joe Budden, or I have, right? In the past. In the No, like, but I, I mean, I still do. Yeah. Like if, if they're talking about some shit I care about, I guess, I, I could listen up to six hours a week listening to that shit. And I was like, wait a minute, an audio book is six hours too. Like total? Yes. Oh, not not Harry Potter. Oh, damn. I'm not gonna yeah, lie I'll, to be, you. I'll be reading them books. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, Harry Potter audio book is like four and a half days. What? No, it's like 40 hours. You, you dead ass. Yeah. Wow. It's like 900 pages. Yo, that's why. And how do you switch between all of the character voices without, you know, you got to take your time with it. Damn. I'm not, see, I'm not at that level of, of You said audiobook. it's a six hour audio book. No, but I'm saying like the audio books I've been tapping in with, but when I realized that shit, I was like, yo, this is kind of, this is mm, kind of wild. It's like you get to choose how you use your hours and now you're not mm. spending them on Joe Budden anymore. I still be over. Okay, cool. But cool. yeah, I had to divert. I had to divert, diversify my time. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Welcome back, y'all, to episode seven of Stay Sound Public Radio. Was this that- is episode seven point, like, because we've done episode seven a few times. They've just <laughs> never made it to y'all. Yeah. What happened? Omicron hit. Omicron. Yeah. It, then it was winter. Had had to sit down for a little. Then bit. Then it was 2022. Hey, so you I know, know. Hey, I you know I feel like we like to. At least come with it fresh. Like by the yeah. time it was gonna be out, it was like. Yeah, I bought this in. I bought this in November. Yeah. It's not fly anymore. Also, know that I'm Sabrina, and this is Jay. Hey, thank you. <laughs> my humble and gracious friends, uh, co-hosts, uh, highly favored. Oh my god! If you don't listen to the Joe Budden podcast, that made no sense to you. But well, he started doing that like more recently no. like no like in the last like when i said recently like a few years ago yeah yeah yeah, yeah. for sure or no it was it the outro that he does like he has an outro i don't remember i don't ever listen he, to that part i'm not gonna front i'd be skipping over the the sleepers they be bad mm. they be bad what's your sleeper if i have to play an one r&b right sleeper right now does it have to be r&b isn't it usually r&b for them no it <laughs> used to be oh uh, may- maybe what is it now i got I, mine well i, I like a song that I've really been... I, like, I played this song this morning is Surface Happy. I don't know what that is. It, I I, you might say I'm sleeping on it. it it's, a cla- <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a classic record. You might know the sample from Kooji Rap and Nas. Mm. Like if you, hear, if you hear it, I don't know. So it, can it be a sleeper if it's old? That's, what, that's how they do it. They be playing old ass music. Oh, okay, all right. Word. I was going to say mine's Destin Conrad mm. in the air. Nice. Maybe I'm just like the old nigga on the podcast. Like you know how it's like, the, like it's like Parks or fucking what's his name, uh, Ish. Mm-hmm. Like they just be playing. Like the music just be old. It just yeah. be like you don't notice this because it's old. Got it. Got it. So it's re, it's being resurfaced. No, then. Isn't Dustin Conrad going on tour? Yeah. Is it Destin or Dustin? Destin. It's Destin. Destin. Yeah. You. Is that me is up. that the nigga real name? Jay. I'm just <laughs> I'm just asking. Yes, Destin wow. Conrad. Destin isn't a bad name. What is he though? I don't know, oh. but he's going on tour with Sid. That's gonna be that's gonna be fly. They're coming to Boston. Whoop, whoop. I feel that. I feel that. Not the whoop whoop. <laughs> Yo, actually though, I have. I'll, I'll say this: since the last time that we've done this, I feel like which was what eight, literally seven months ago. Not seven months ago. We probably November. Okay. Yep. November. It no, might, it was November. It might have might have been October. No, November. Uh, we've had um, some valleys and peaks. We've been able to put like one foot outside, one and a half foot outside, come back inside for a little bit, go back outside again. Now we're outside. Been to a few concerts. I went, actually, you know, speaking of concerts in that time, I wanted to go see Larry June in concert. That shit was fire. Mm, in New York, right? In New York. How'd you Plum. feel like that was? I mean, it was your first time ever seeing him after the st- after he opened for Stiz, yeah. right? That, that was a, since that. 2019? 18? Whenever Monda or like whatever that tour. I think it was 2018. Yeah, so Larry June opened up for Cousin Stiz on, on the Monda tour in like 2018. So to see him now, 2022, selling out Irvin Plaza. Yeah, he's doing 2,000 person Come on, rooms. King. 
to me, it was fire. Like, we kind of had this conversation in a design meeting recently, which I thought, I don't know. Like, we were just talking about, like, concerts in general. And I used Larry June as a reference point. It's like, it was dope to go to a Larry June concert and be like, oh, like, there's people in here actually look like me. Where a lot of times you go to concerts and it's like, it don't really be the people of our complexion. We went to the Conway show, right? In Boston? Yeah, with Hill and Ave. Hill and Ave performed. I actually went to the Hill and Ave concert, not yeah. to the Conway show. Um, no, you, you did not see one minute of Conway. No, I before. left way before Conway. But not, like, no disrespect Conway. It was just Hill and Ave really set the bar for me. Fact. I was satisfied with their performance and needed to go after that. Um, also, their audience isn't my fave. Yo, I, I'm, not, I'm not going front. Like, concert, like, concerts can be really, really weird sometimes. Because... Like if you think about it, you have you have like some concerts that you that you go to where it's like, all right, I'm gonna stand around for six hours and then this person's gonna come out and just yell and, at me. Yeah, just yell. <laughs> but you know, I really, I really I really appreciate a show that's like tightly run. Best up. show I've seen in a long time, Cajunata. Mm. I would honestly like I get how people like follow tours. Like I would go see Cajunata in every city. Mm. It was Explain. it felt like a party. It felt so like energetic. Obviously, it was like a DJ set slash. It was more of a DJ set. He didn't really like perform on the mic, yeah. but it was so good. The audience felt really well balanced in terms of like lots of women and men and like all different types of people. Um, and it just felt really good. It felt like a really open, warm, amazing place. You know what's fire? <laughs> what I always think about. Catronada for mayor. What I, what I always think about is fire with somebody like a Catronada. That I think a lot of people kind of overlook is that he's a black DJ touring, doing them types of rooms, doing festivals. Like that shit is unheard of. Shouts to Haiti. Yeah, like that shit. Like if you really put in perspective, like you know, like you've seen like the Calvin Harris's, Alicio, Avicii, like, Avicii, like all them. You know, like they really. Get, I don't know anything about Avicii except no, when they they went to URI. I don't know what I don't know. I just know that they them, like went. They did a tour. I don't even Probably. know. Probably. But you know, who like, doesn't know me. So. Like, they've played a lot. You know, like, those DJs have the opportunity to go on those type of tours. Yeah. So for me, I don't know. Like, I look at Catronada, it's like, yo, he kind of is setting a new path forward for what it means to be a black DJ. Also, you know, dope, really dope producer. Amazing but, music. But as a as a DJ, like, it was, it's fire to, I feel like it gives you, like, a new, it's like, oh shit, like, this is a space that I could. This is I possible could live in. for yeah. me. No, I'm definitely trying to see Catron more. And I see him twice in one yeah, year. we did see him twice. We saw him in um, Chicago. Chicago in the Soho House room, which was like a hundred people. Yeah. So to see him at House of House of Blues, yeah, House of House Blues. of Blues in Boston was really dope. Who else did we see recently? Oh, we saw Baby Keem. Baby Keem. That's how we got to the conversation Con- about concerts. Uh, about concerts. They're just not always ban white men from concerts. Yeah. Mm, generally, mm. Um, what else was there? Um. We had nine years of Stay Silent. That oh, wasn't yeah. a concert, but that was a movie. But it was a movie. <laughs> you <feel me>? <laughs> <Jay>. <laughs> yeah, you remember when niggas was calling everything movies? Smo- then they were calling like Shmovie. Zuvi. 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 Zuvi, which is the Cape Verdean <laughs> movie. Shmovie. Zuvi. Yeah. Yeah, Zuvi is really intense. I'm, I'm glad, though, that we're past that era of, of party promotion where, like, it's, it's about to be a movie tonight. Nah, I like that. I like Zuvi, Zuvi the most. I think we should bring that back. <laughs> All right. Because it's both a zoo and a movie. It's a I, Zuvi. So the, the last episode seven that didn't get put out, we were talking about our gratitude and how happy we were about Stay Silent. And it, it was pre- Pre, pre the nine year. Pre nine year. Now we're post nine year, mm-hmm. heading into ten. We're, yeah. How did how did you how did you feel how do you feel since since nine year? Um. Well, I definitely. So our nine year anniversary party was December twelfth. Um. So it was a few months ago at this point. But during the actual was it on the actual anniversary? Yeah. Damn. I think it was Sunday. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was. That's fire. That's fire. Um. I felt really good about. I think, well, one, it kind of restored the feeling. It was the first time we used Crib, this, the club that we own, um, as a pop-up space plus event space in that way. Like, we've never really had, like, a social party, da 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 in the space, except mm. for, like, the I guess the opening of the club. Yeah, that but, was, like, more, like, cocktail hour mm-hmm. or whatever. 
So using the space like that kind of reminded me of like Earn Stripes trade in 2016 type days yeah. where like people were just coming through and, and Lincoln talking. There was a lot of people that I really respect that popped out for us. You gave a crazy speech. I gave a little speech. I choke, I held you in a chokehold the entire speech. Big fact. Um, and I just, I think it was really dope. Like I was, I feel like that felt like a celebration of nine years, hmm. um, which was nice because I think in previous years, We've done a lot of like work around the date. So whether that be like throwing uh, like, I don't know. It felt like we had the team in place that we could actually also enjoy the day as like a celebration. So shouts again to the team always. Um, Ray and Big J, Umberto, all the bartending staff. The whole the whole squad. I feel like you got to be like your whole squad. That way it's like. Everybody. It's, it's all it's all in Design team. You know what I'm saying? But nah, I, I felt really good. How did you feel? I thought that, like one, I just think is very important to celebrate. Like you know, like like, I, admittedly, like I'm I'm kind of. I mean, I grew up like I I have no birthday parties growing up. Like once I got to like ten, like it's like I right, like, cool rep. So so I kind of you know like when it comes to like celebrations and stuff like that, like I'm more like reserved. Like I'm not like pressed to. You don't have a birthday dinner? Yeah, like I don't have <laughs> no I don't have a I don't have a birthday week. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you don't have a birthday week. I don't have it. a birthday week. But um but I think like kind of coming out like or I want to say coming out the pandemic, but being through the early stages of the pandemic it kind of made me like really appreciate more what we've built. Mm -hmm. We like we like stay silent. And I always, you know like for me like whenever we have the nine year, whatever celebration, I haven't just nine year, but whenever we've had the celeb the celebrations, whether it was at trade or wherever the hell else we've done them before, those are always the moments I slow down and I'm able to talk to people who come to our events mm -hmm. because a lot of times I'm DJing. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really have like a one to one connection with people all like all the time mm -hmm. unless I'm at like another function or something, right? Um, that's like that's not ours. So like you know like people they was you know saying like a lot of like really really nice stuff to you know what I mean like stuff to me about like stay silent and thank you for for what y'all have built and done and you know that those, like those be the moments where I really realize like I'm like oh shit like you know like this has some crazy level of impact on people's lives outside of this just being a, a mm -hmm. party and you know like like I said like when I'm DJing it's like I feel the, I feel the energy of people, right. but it's different when they like, you know, like they telling you like, oh, like face to face, face making a point to let you know. Yeah, you know, like they don't, they really don't, they really don't have to do that. Like I remember even this wasn't at the at the nine year party, but recently I went to a, a radio show and um, like one of the girls that was on the radio show, she was saying like, oh, I was raised on stay silent parties. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was like. It was just kind of, it's always crazy to hear and that. And she meant that because she's like 22 right now. Yeah. So like she, since she turned 18, yeah. you know, she's been in the thick of say silent parties. So it's, it's so, it's so, for me. It's so crazy. It, it's, it's interesting because like, I think you get to nine years leading into 10 years. I think about it in a sense of like, yo, you know, there's like a generation of people who kind of, who, who built and, and grew with this. And I think whenever we do the, the parties is like um, the celebrations or whatever, like the anniversaries. It's a culmination of all of those people coming together. Like you see people who, yo, they might not come to a party all the time anymore who are early stay silent people. You know, they got other things going on in life, family, whatever, whatever. But then you see like them mixing and mingling with like the, the people who are like at every single event. And it's like you really get to see like how far what we've done has spanned. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure. It was a, it was a dope event, and it felt really good. Like P and Diamond Spun. It was yeah. just like really dope. It was it was crazy too to see, um, like one photo in particular that I love from from that event was like the photo with like all the DJs. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just thought it was you know it was like it's dope to 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 feel it and see that. You know? Yeah, the community that's really grown alongside us which I'm really grateful for. So if you popped out for nine years, we appreciate you. If you sent us a message or hit us, or if you've been a part of any of the parties in the last nine years, like, shouts to y'all. Thank you so much for coming through. 
Um, and including in that, shouts to uh, Ayana from Love is Blind mm. <laughs> on Netflix for coming to a day trail. I got to I got to I got to I got to tap in with a You think you I don't know if you'd rock with it. I don't know. It's funny. I mean, it's like a the premise of the show is there's the you date somebody through a wall. Mm. And like a glory hole? No, I'm Jay. Kidding, I'm kidding. Jay. Jesus. <laughs> uh, we hope you're listening to this like <laughs> not on speaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not what are they? I just found out what the NSFW means. I always yeah. thought it was like like it's not safe for work, but mm-hmm. I always thought it was like somebody was gonna be naked when you open that. So I just never <laughs> oh, oh, open that stuff. Is that what that means? Yeah, not safe for work. For work, like as in not safe to watch us around your boss? Like in an open set. Yeah. I didn't yo, I did I had yo, no idea. You in general, both of us in general are NSFW. I will say some wild, wild, wild things. That's why we ain't like we don't have like I can't say we don't have jobs because this is a yeah. whole last job. This is a I'd whole be job. tired. This is yeah, a job. Big fact. But <laughs> you know, like I I I always realize like that's like one reflection of like of like nine like I guess like nine years mm-hmm. is like holy shit like we really been figuring this the fuck out where like I haven't had to go to a job where I don't have to, I can dress like this yeah I'm speaking I appreciate on a, that a panel next week and I was like again make it a point to wear kicks and all that so that I can remind like it's a it's a, an alumni panel nice. from URI so it was just one of those notes of like if I'm on this I need to like you gotta be, you. be my full self so that. Because I remember being an undergrad and being like, <laughs> I'm going to have to buy bad shoes from Yo. Oh, H&M man. in order to get a job. And, you know, come in full circle and not having to, like, split my wardrobe and think about what fake professional looks like for me. And, again, that's just for me. Like, I think individually it always felt like um, I had to buy in to, like, what professionalism was and recognizing that, like, no, I'm a whole professional and it doesn't have to look one way has been like a really big growth point. I feel like that shit, a lot of that has come full circle. Like a lot of the conversations that when we was in college, like of like what work looked like and being professional looked like, it, you know, like now I, I think it's interesting. Like you've seen like even in the last two or three years, yes. like how people are like talking about like just quote unquote being their authentic self and like all these like different ideas and concepts. Like it's interesting to see that like, I don't know, like now it's like, yo, even if what setting you're working in, like people are wanting to be able to just be Mm -hmm. like to be them. And that's like, I think a big part of it is like the work from home shift and all the things that happened throughout the pandemic. W, uh, was it? (laughs) J, another acronym. Yeah. I didn't didn't know. I didn't know. WFH. I didn't know what the hell that meant either. Well, now you do. Hmm. But back to this Netflix. Okay. So so basically you're dating somebody through a regular wall. Uh, enclosed wall no holes in wall and on the other side of the wall it like you're you are trying to get to a point where they propose you propose whoever proposes and how many weeks Um, days i think it's day i think it's like 13 days do you go out to eat with this person in the sun no jay you don't see them no, 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 no. Break this. Okay, <laughs> Break I'm this on down. one side of the wall and you're on the other side of the wall and we have just like an intercom. So we just whisper to each other. No, talking. Regular <laughs> volume. And like asking questions. Like that you can send stuff to the other side so they'll be like, I sent you tacos today. So like you don't uh, see them. Though. But you still get to eat like. You can eat. eat yeah. Cause that, you can eat yeah. but you don't see them. But do you, ever. Eat, do you eat with them? Yes, on the other side of the wall. Uh, what do you get from that? No, no, no. That is very important. To that, be able to eat with them, but there's a wall in between. Nah, because because yo, I feel like you gotta, you kind of gotta be, you gotta, you gotta make sure that y'all are on the same page. You know what I'm saying? How are you on the same page? You're not even in the same room. All right. <laughs> Hypothetically, you're on this show. Yeah, right? with a wall, bro. All right. With with the wall, yes. right? And you know, you get past. You get past the 13 days. You like this person. No, no. You have to marry them. No, you, yeah. Okay. I'm saying you get past the 13 days. You like them or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You're engaged. You're engaged. Yeah. And then the first time y'all link up to go eat or go do something, you just like, y'all not, y'all not. But ma- that's how that's going to happen. You, me eating tacos on my side of the wall and you eating tacos on your side of the wall. But what, if, but what if they're like, I don't, I don't, I don't like, like tacos. tacos I don't, you know what I mean? And then it's like, damn, if tacos was a deal breaker, we probably shouldn't be getting married. Fact. No? 
But also, maybe if you going for if you if you going on a show to find love in thirteen days. Well, so then the next phase is they go on a group honeymoon, or a group. So they like, don't know who. Oh no! This is like once they. Like, so okay, basically their group. Yo, this is such a caveat, but I feel like we really need to go into this. So love is blind. It's like say it's seven dudes, seven women. They're they're speed dating everybody. Got you. And then throughout the like first few days, they're starting to like set, okay, this person's like my favorite or this person's my favorite. And they start to like narrow it down and tell each other like, hey, I just want you to know like you're one of my favorites or like I've really been liking talking to you. And then by the end, it's like they've kind of lock in on one person. There are some people who lock in on nobody. All behind the wall. Yes. Never see each other. Just off of voice. (laughs) They do like, like they do try to give some like physical descriptors, but you know. So you better hope you have, you know how they be like, you got to, you got to, you got, you have a face for the radio. Well, they're hoping, the point of it is to like remove the pressures and remove the part of a relationship that is physical as like the first part. Mm. And seeing if like, if you establish a deeper intellectual relationship, will it like last? Do they do reunion episodes? So what happens after that is after they do those speed dating and they, once they propose, they're able to see each other once. So they like have a big reveal and they like run down this hallway. <laughs> and then after yeah. the reveal, they go back into their silos. So they like know that they've met each other, whatever. Then they go on after that phase, they go to a honeymoon. Mm-hmm. And it's all of the participants in the show. So that's when it gets a little crazy because they're like at a mixer and it's like, oh shit, that was my number two or that was my number one. But mm-hmm. I didn't end up. Now I got a fiance here and the fiance live with you. Everybody lived together. It's like crazy. Uh, so then copy, copy. after that, they go and they live together for X amount of weeks in a new space. So they like set up a, an apartment. Well, actually, season one, they lived in different apartments. But season two, they move into each other's houses because they thought it was important for me to like see how you live. Copy. And then they have a wedding. And at the wedding, they either say yes or no. At the wedding? At the wedding. Yo, this show, it's kind of OD. Yeah, it is OD. But DK works for some people. We'll see. We'll out see. of seven, if one works, that's a big, that's a high probability out here. Seven? One, one in seven? It's a hot, ev- hot song every 10 years <laughs> average. <laughs> yeah, we, what was the counter we said before? Like, how I long, didn't say it. How long would it take you to mention Jay-Z on this episode? Yeah, it's been like 20 minutes. Or, or reference Jay-Z. 22 minutes. 22. 22 twos. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let me ask you this: because it one thing though, like since you know, like, yo. Also, if you've watched this, sound off. Let us know how you feel. I I really rock with it. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm have to tap in. I'm not going front though. Even you the, are not going to watch this shit. Well, th- that's me. Like you know, like yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a tap I'm, in. I'm, I'm a peep. I'm a peep. But right now, I do have a lot of TV to catch up on, including um, Genius on Netflix. You didn't watch it. I'm like on episode two. You're, how are you on episode two? I've been living life. I've been living life. Man. All right, sorry. But I got to catch Snowfall's back. I'm like three episodes behind on that shit. Like, Wait, so you didn't watch Genius? At, you watch it? I'm, I'm one and a half in. So we can't even talk about Genius. No, we can talk. I, I lived through Genius. Come on. Okay. Man. You know? Jay invented documentaries. I'm just saying. We, yo, we, li- we literally lived. No, like, we did. All that, all that stuff they were showing, like we lived through that. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. College dropout. I was not yeah. in college yet, but yeah, I was applying to colleges. Middle school, high school. Oh, middle school, high school. It was like no, I was in college. I was like, in high school. Yeah, like that. Like I like I remember when college dropout came out. Like yo, that mm-hmm. shit really, ch- like yo, it changed the whole perspective. Like I'm just saying this, just being black, right? Yo, before that, it's like yo, this is like prime G unit, Dipset, all that, right? So for us, I feel like a lot of, like our reference point in music was like, oh, like you got to be a gangster, Fifty Cent, like all that, like that. That was the the height of that, mm-hmm. right? And then, and in all reality is like, yo, even though we may come from environments where we understand what they're talking about, not everybody is living like that. So for me, I felt like when when College Dropout came out, it was like that's how. We were the things that he's rap- he's rapping about, the things that he's talking about, even how he's dressing, all that stuff. Like it just gave us a whole new 
like perspective, per, like perspective, or or even just be like, yo, like we can be this. Weren't too. you tapped in with like little brother and like that's Talib after quality? That. That's all after that. Talib was not be- after. But you gotta. But you gotta. You quality gotta, was before. No, black it, on both sides was before. Yeah, but what I'm saying is. Kanye brought that to the forefront for us because, I know, but for you, because I was listening to it, but I'm Talib before I was listening to Ye. Not me, like, but how? Because I'm Berto. But you gotta rem- make sense for me. You have to, you have to, rem- you have to remember, like my reference point at that time is Cameron, Dipset, Rockefeller, yeah. Rough Riders, like that was. You know who was listening to Fontaine? But that's af- yo, I'm telling you. Like, little brother wasn't until, like, junior year of high school. It doesn't feel like that because, well, we'll do some math. Rue, can you please look up uh, when... Uh, little brother, the minstrel show, or the listening. Yes, came out. Thank you. And then also alongside uh, College Dropout. I'm just saying, I think that, obviously, he became the premier artist of any genre. So and he was flying to the niggas. Was fly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh five. Yeah. College dropout. And that was my sophomore year. And menstrual show was what year? Two thousand five. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. Okay. It's like I don't. Can you see when quality came out? Was it oh two? Because get by, we were in middle school. Quality by Talib Kweli, and then black on both sides. <laughs> All amazing albums, by the way. But for for me, if for, you like College Dropout, you should peep. But I'll say for for me, like that College Dropout opened. Yeah, that's fine. College Dropout opened the door for that to even be relevant. Yeah, to, to be mainstream and like, yeah, that makes sense. Like you know, like like for me, it was like before that, Come Home with Me was like my Bible. Yeah, like you know. No, that's true. Like, so yeah, I don't didn't have no fresh clothes. Yeah, like you know. Come home with me. Outside asbestos. Come home with me was my Bible. Diplomatic immunity was my was my Bible. Uh, Blueprint, stillmatic, like no. that's really, you know, like. But I, I just felt like Kanye brought a whole, a whole, whole, whole different. Black energy. on both sides was ninety nine. Yeah, but I'm telling. No, I'm just saying. Wow. Yeah, like. I mean, I definitely was tapped in. Yeah, like for me, that just wasn't. Yeah, it was me and Tyree, in class, excited. <laughs> yeah, Shouts like- to Tyree. Supposed to link with him after this too. Um, but yeah, I do. But I 100. I'm not downplaying. I was just wondering, as an individual, yeah. if like you felt like that really was the thing that ushered in. And obviously, generationally, yay in college dropout, 1,000 percent ushered in like the um, the made it acceptable, cool, fly, all of those things to like be this bigger perspective. Because you I, like the way I put it was like if you think about back to school shopping, right? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you were like, getting the G Unit wife beaters. Oh, never. And then you never. got a pink polo and popped the collar. No, never popped the collar. <laughs> but, but like when you really like look back at that at that time, it was like you know you might you might go out and be like, yo, ma, I want I want the five X white tee. You had them. I didn't have the five X white tee. I had I had I had, the, I had the I had the two X. Two. Okay. My, my mom wasn't really letting. You know what I mean? Like she's like, yo, your that, pants didn't sag and you like, had a two X. That tea. that looks crazy. Like <laughs> yo, that looks crazy. Or it's like. You know, you dress in one way to leave the house, and then when you get out the house, it's like, Psh, yeah, I'm, I'm throwing, I'm throwing this on. But it was like, yo, when the when the Kanye came with even just the whole, not even just musically, the style. Yeah, you like, bought Lacoste like, back. Like it was like it was like, damn, like this. You know what I mean? Like this is really what we like what we're on. You know what I mean? No, for sure. So I just, I just felt like that time was so interesting. So for me, being at where I'm at in the documentary, mm-hmm. like. Which, if everybody else, you know that things go crazy after the point where Jay's at. So, like, I'm at, like, whatever. I say I watched one one and a half, right? Yeah. Like, it was, to me, it was so dope to watch, like, uh, part one because it shows, like, it really, really shows what that, like, what I just talked about, like, what that time was. Like, you seeing how people dress and how mm-hmm. people, like, they really, like, now that is normal. normal. Yeah. That's normal. At that time, you watch that, you're like, yo, like it doesn't even like it. If you didn't live that, it doesn't seem real. Like it doesn't seem, and even like we always be like, yo, you got to stay crazy. You got to stay crazy. I'm like, yo, like this dude really, really believed in himself that beyond much. a reasonable doubt. Yeah. No, for sure. 
for sure. It was really inspirational to see him. It was also really inspirational to see, like, everyone else around him. It's crazy to think that, like, Diddy has been at the top of his shit since he was, like, 23. Like, that Pharrell really been in this music shit since forever. Like, you know, this is 25 years ago and they're, or 20 years ago, and they're the same, like, they're at the same level of success or even just like mental state or maybe at the pill at the cusp of like cultural shifts like they've been th- then the same way that they are now which is just insane to see um it was it was Pharrell with the tats Pharrell but it was still and yeah that's crazy that he got like a was it skin graft yeah skin graft to to get those removed um and then I don't know for me it was definitely like inspiration also to see people that are like peers in the industry like like Wayno Fact. in the in the scenes from the um the Rockefeller office or just to see like more insight of you know Shaka from Rockefeller and kind of recognize like you know these people have really been pioneers of what hip hop is now and have been a part of like building the systems that have made hip hop the largest genre in the world the you know culturally in fashion, in music, it's just, and then for Ye to be, like you said, how as crazy as he was in the process of believing in himself, as steadfast as he was, and to recognize how powerful it is when you have p- other people who believe in you, like right. a cootie, like his mother, when you're surrounded with just a few people who can hear your dreams and you're crazy and be like, if there's one thing about you, if you say you're going to do it and I know it, and then be able to sit there and support you through it, like, it really can make all the difference. Because as much as he was crazy and steadfast, it really wasn't alone. And I say that, when I, I like to reiterate when we say, at least when, I say, crazy, cra- yeah. when I say crazy or being crazy, I mean that in a in a, po- in a positive way. Because stay it, irrational in what you can, what you can achieve. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, and not anything that has to do with like mental like, illness. Like me- mental illness. Yeah, but you're saying like his his mother, Cootie, like they were, like just like the way that they it wasn't them. Up, it wasn't him alone. Like as much as he had a lot of naysayers or people who weren't maybe on the same page about what he could eventually achieve, he also had a few key people who were 100 dedicated to what he could achieve. Mm. And even like Rhyme Fest, even people like, you know, that were really there throughout the whole. And then in the third episode are still there in 2021, helping him write and being a part of production. Same thing with like Akuti, like, you know, he quit his life to follow him around and make uh. videos of him. And that was before there was a budget. That was before there was a plan. And not to say that, you know, one, it makes sense or doesn't make sense. And that every per- person you invest in is going to turn out to be Kanye West. I think the point was. Cootie believed in it, and he wasn't looking for him to be what Kanye West is in 2022. He believed in what Kanye West was in 1999. And that's, that's a lot of people are like, you need a friend like Cootie. You need some. It's like, it's a double-sided thing. Like, Kanye was working the way he was working. He was making things happen for himself. Cootie was able to document the work that was happening. Mm. Like, without that effort, like, you need a friend like Cootie, but Cootie needed Kanye. Like, it wasn't going to work if that wasn't the matchup. And I do think that, I, I like, Cootie was invested for what he was do, what was in front of him in the moment. Mm. And those pillar, those, like, baby steps, they've turned into who they turned into. But I think it's really important to remember, like, it's easy to look 20 years in advance and be like, wow. Everyone needs somebody like that. Yo, back then, that probably was not glamorous or fun or interesting. And it was still something that he was really dedicated to. And I think that's what makes it so special. Something that, that's in, like to your point, what I think is interesting, like when you're saying, that's like Monday morning quarterback. And like everybody looks like, oh, you could have did this, you could have did that. Or he, you need a person like this. But for me, what was interesting, like even just in, in the parts that I've seen already, is that like you don't realize the one obviously the family tree of Rockefeller and and everything that that's come from that, and but you think about it and you see like the way and the direction that the legacy of Kanye and the work as Kanye has brought to modern culture right now. Like right. yo, rest in peace, Virgil. It would be no Virgil, Louis Vuitton, any of that. Don C, Don, Jasper. Uh, fucking Fear of God. Balmain. And, but like, like 
so many cross pollinators, Givenchy. So like when you went to me, like when I think about like when you look at that moment in time, like even like going back to the conversation, where you, like early in the conversation where you saying um, like the Talibs, the most deaths. I, I feel it's like like. Yay really was like, like we said, like, I'm the gap, like banana Republican old Navy. Like, that's really what he did. It's like, mm -hmm. yo, like, I'm gonna show you that at every level of this rap shit is fly. Like, right. it's like, he could have signed with uh, Rockus Records and it would have made sense. Yeah, you know, like, he, but that, that's like one thing I thought that was really dope. He's like, yo, I, I am Rockefeller just as much as I am Rockus. Mm -hmm. And to me, like, I think about it like, you know, it's something that I personally struggle with even a lot as like a DJ, right? Because it's like, yo, like I think about it in a sense where it's like, yeah, you know, I like playing in these types of spaces, but I like these types of spaces. Or even just, you know, everyday life and people's like, well, you kind of got to, you got to pick one or you got to be this, or you got to be that. And I think Kanye has continually shown that, yo, you can, you can mingle and live in all of these spaces and be, and perform at, and perform at the and highest. be yourself. Perform at the highest level. Like, to me, it's like, yo, it's ill. It's like, damn, this nigga worked with Beanie Siegel and Bonnie Vare in the same career. Right. Like, that's, cr like, crazy, right, right. crazy, crazy. And has been, was pinnacle for both of them. Fact. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, I, so, I don't know, like, I, I want to I wanna uh, finish watching it. To be honest, like, obviously, like, a lot of life has been, like, happening and stuff. So, I haven't, like, I want to sit down and really, like, tap in mm -hmm. and, like, be able to peep that. But... Kanye, for me, is like one of those people, like, you know, at the beginning of the year or like whenever I need like that boost, like there's certain people that I just go watch them speak and that puts me back in my, puts me back in my zone. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'm kind of saving that. And like right now, I'm, I'm really like on a high energy, you know, I have that life to live. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of saving it for when it's like, oh, I need, I need that spark or I need that fire because mm -hmm. that's what I always do. Like, you know, like, to me, I might, like, like the interviews with, like, Zane Lowe. Like, I go watch that, yeah. and, I, and I'm like, yo, it's so crazy, because I remember when these interviews came out, and we laughed at him out the room, and everything he said he was going to do in them interviews, he did. Yeah, and I also think, like, that, the thing that is interesting about the Yay documentary is, like, it is super motivational to see somebody formulate a vision with no like you're taking steps with no staircase it's like i'm gonna just keep walking but that's vision no that is vision and um but i will say if you're looking for motivation you're on the right episodes sees episode three is a culmination slash bringing it to 2022 and a lot of that for me um i think there's a general agreement across everything that like episode one and episode two were really slow paced and covered a smaller amount of time and it was when Cootie was really with him. And then the last episode is, you know, there's like a seven-year gap where it's literally just like a montage for one minute. And then them rekindling. And obviously a lot of where Ye has been in the last like four or five years. And so it's a full breadth story of like major success, mental health issues, um, six, like being in the spotlight death yeah. grief so it's not some that last episode is definitely a different pace than the first two but so I, just a note I, I guess like like a, a question that i would have because i like obviously i always see like the the banter around like kanye his antics and like like everything that's like g like going on in in and, uh, in and around him and from from uh, I, I mean it's, i guess it's more of like a, a rhetorical question right like i'm not really asking but um, it's like, well, what do what do we expect? Like, it's like, yo, you've given maybe everything that you've had to give, and uh, you know, like you've been at a high doing it, which whatever you're doing at a high level since 2004. You you've been in the spotlight. You've been involved with all different type of people. You lost your mom. All this we see this in real time, mm -hmm. right? And a lot of us. A lot of us live. Yeah, a lot of us live live through this. It's like we can't even do some regular shit. You know what I'm saying? Like date, like day to day, just living. And it's like these people, not just Kanye. Like you think about Jay Z, Beyonce, all these people. It's like yo, they living under the public scrutiny of everybody for decades, decades, decades. So it's like you know, I understand that you know these people like. 
we're not always going to agree with where they are right now or what they what they what they've done but what do like what do we ex like what do we expect like they've literally traded their life to give us this stuff so it's mm -hmm. like what do we expect from these people yeah i think all celebrity culture all icon culture also just like finding your own heroes like it's not to say that it's only celebrity culture like i think with or without celebrity, Kanye would be a hero to many because of his art form and because of the ways that he's been able to communicate through art, fashion, music. Facts. But um, obviously adding celebrity culture to that does do something to us as individuals. And I think it's always a practice of remembering that people are human and like the flawed nature of human beings. So, you know, I think that's always something that I think about in yay you can see so many flaws and like in the way he handles situations and then you also can see a lot of pain you can also see a lot of grief a lot of loneliness so right. i mean i don't know exactly like which way to go or how to like take there's no like finite answer about it but i will say like he has been a hero to me and at different points and i think like i've directly been majorly impacted by the things he's done and motivated by the things that he's done. And it's just insane for me sometimes to like sit back and really watch. And I know sometimes we have conversations about like, does the music really impact people? Does, you know, like, does, does what you listen to really change this? Or like, does what you wear no. really affect that? And it's like, I, for me individually, like I look back and I'm like, if Jay-Z didn't talk about starting Rockefeller by himself with his friends in this way, like bootstrapping it and, you know, just the way he spoke. I don't know if I, I would really. That's a hell of a bootstrap. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is, right? I sold 99 bricks. Yeah. Bootstrapping. <laughs> he did his own way. Bootstrapping. <laughs> bootstrapping. <laughs> um, but nah, like, I feel like I don't know if I could really solidly be like, I would have taken the path I did. Like, granted, I had, like, my father definitely bootstrapped. Fact. Didn't know what the fuck he was doing. I think I got way more clarity in business development from Hove than I did from my dad. But mm. like, I just think about when I watch the first two episodes of Genius, I'm like, this person has impacted me so much, whether it's directly, indirectly, like even just looking at the music he's made, I'm like, our company, Stay Silent, like has grown alongside this man's musical career. The amount, like even when um, Father Stretched My Hands and like Jesus was out, just picturing like that summer's day trail and like how those Aurora. records hit. It's just like I've seen and felt like the movement of can't tell me nothing in space and like from college on. And I just can't imagine like what my life would really be like without Kanye's music I, across I, a lot of things. I think it's really dope. Like I, like you like. You know, obviously, like hearing that, like yo, that's like that's really really dope, because I think at least like a lot of the commentary I've seen around this, I guess like quote unquote like the legacy of Kanye or like what he what he's built already and kind of like what Genius has like I guess like re reminded uh, people of is like yo like sometimes this shit it, it's a little it's a little complicated it's Very like complicated. like you know like this stuff but he's definitely wild a lot yeah. <laughs> nah fact but but that's what I'm saying is like yo. As somebody who shifted culture in the way that he shifted, like I don't, I think like again, like yo, we lived through a lot of this shit, yeah. like you know what I'm saying. So like for yo, for a lot of for a lot of a lot of people, it's like yo, I right, like say you became a Kanye fan in 2008, mm -hmm. like you might not have seen, like you've seen Kanye kind of after the transition, and imagine since then how much he's changed culture. Yeah. But imagine it's like you lived before, like you lived before Kanye. And then you live in through through and yeah. after Kanye. It's like like yo, I don't think people understand like from dressing to how music sounds, all to of his impact in other music, to high fashion technology, all this all this stuff like like the world Set design. It, like yo, we film. went yo. I remember the other day I was talking with Hill about this. Right, we talking about uh, Revel, the concert yeah. he did at Revel. It was like three days, and, and we, that was in like two thousand eleven. I don't know. It was it like was, the first Donda. It was 2011. It was the first Donda like presents show. And Sabrina and I went went to that concert, right? And Atlantic City, three days. 
yo, crazy, 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 crazy. And it's like, like, look from that hip hop concerts did not look like that before that. No concerts. It, in fact. No concerts. Yeah. I, I, was, I, was being, I was being generous. All genre. But that's the point. Like, that's the point. So, like, when you look at it now, like, yo, when you see Tyler, the creator, doing a stadium tour and it looks the way it, way it does, it's like, yo, you know, like, you see the remnants of this stuff all through it. And for me, like, I don't know, I guess, like, tying all this shit together, like, when you think about nine years of Stay Silent, watching, like, some of these retrospective, like, like pieces, Virgil, you know, like, we're now we're, like, a few months from Virgil, like, passing is, like, you know... It's like sometimes, like in the moment, like you know when when Virgil, and I, I've said this uh, many a times. It's like you see how people spoke on Virgil before he passed, right? But then you see all the things that Virgil left behind, from like his website to the physical products, like all these things that live that we live with, and we and we can and we can take from. And now, yo, we're a few months removed from from Virgil passing, and you're seeing, you know, like. Now more products coming out, and you're seeing some of the sen- the sentiments coming back, and it, it really makes me think about like what product. I don't know. Like, what you're like he just dropped like uh, they they're about to drop some bla- like some blazers from Nike uh, from that he designed that, that he designed, mm-hmm. and you know under like under the ten. I don't know if it's under, okay. but it's like like under the Virgil Abloh um, umbrella, yeah. right? And so you know like like for me, I see people's commentary like the same thing. It was like. All right, like when he did the fitted with the hole with the holes in it, and and how people react to these things is like, yo, like sometimes it's bigger than just like one or two products. It's like, yo, this impact that even a Virgil has left behind in the time of what he's done is like, that's what's important. Like, we're like, I don't know, I'm not saying all, like all of us, but it, it, for me, it's just it's just a reminder. It's like, yo, all these things that you that you put out into the world, like, yo, this shit matters, dog. Mm-hmm. Like. There's people like who never, who's never gonna meet Kanye. Like, yeah, we never met Kanye a day in our lives. And you said like how it's impacted our business and the trajectory of some of the, the things we've done. The attention to detail. Boom, you see somebody like a Virgil who comes through under that uh, umbrella and the impact that he's had on design and our and our lives and, and and all of these things, right? So I think I think about this and like that's for me. That's like what I'm just always reminded of is like, yo. Yeah, we're not gonna like every single thing along the way. Shit, sometimes we're not even gonna fully agree with the with these people and what they do. But yo, how do, how can I take a step back and learn from what they've put into the world, negative or positive? Mm-hmm. How do, how does that inform the decisions that that I make? Yeah, and that's I think the whole point of legacy is like to remember that you know it is about what the culmination of all of your efforts are, or what the lens through which you did everything through was. And I think, like, when I look at somebody like Virgil, he talked always about experimentation, about mm. imperfection, about process being the most important part of things. Even when we saw him speak at RISD, which we're, I feel so lucky to have been able to Fact. do, like, you know, Crazy. he lived less than 50 years and, like, all of the things he was able to do in design. And just, like, again, this is just somebody who, like, how you make the Jordan one better or how did you make the Jordan one your own? Yeah. Like, you know, that's something that, like, culturally is insane. Like, to even think that somebody it could do that. the sneakers, too. Yeah. And, then, yeah. I, and I mean, yeah, but when yeah. you look at, like, you made the Chicago one your own. A kid from Chicago yeah. that, you know, came up under Ye, all those things. Like, that's stuff that, you know, it's not lost on me. Like, just, again, that nuance is so important. And also, as an individual, not to get lost in, like, what I would look at as like general conversation or general response on the internet and in like social spaces. I don't, I'm not personally having those types of conversations, but like, I like when I'm talking to people about the impact of Virgil, people usually aren't talking crazy about him in my, in my life. Now I'll say for, for me personally, like like even before Virgil died, no, I remember I, I would have a lot of conversation with people. I'm just like, yo, just off the strength of Virgil being black, Virgil being black and doing what he's done, like you have to be careful how you talk about these people amongst people who are not your own. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For me, yeah. Like it no, would be, I completely it, it would I be, value. I, I agree with that. Like it would be a lot of a lot of conversations. It's like yo, like I remember actually like two weeks before he passed away, having this conversation with some people, and I, I'm I'm like yo, like for me, 
I don't gotta like every single thing he he's done. I just respect what he's put. What right, he's put right, into and the that's world. not what any. We are not creating for the masses to like every moment of everything. And you want to talk about the masses? Virgil is performing for the masses. Kanye exactly. is performing for the masses. Exactly. I can't even make that happen on a 150 person scale where 150 people might all agree. That's not exactly. a thing. So like, I just I hope that. If anything, like, instead of critique, again, I will always say, like, I pray we have more curiosity. Like, because mm. if Virgil was in front of any of these people, they would have nothing but praise. And I would hope if they don't have praise, they would have questions. Like, ask him why he made certain decisions. Ask him why he put them holes in that fitted. Like, you know, I don't know. Like, yeah, I feel I, I, like... I definitely would ask him. Yeah, that. and that's, like, I think that that's good and healthy. And I believe that people who are really creating from a space of, like, experimentation and innovation and just trying some shit would answer that question yeah. like and one thing i fucking love about virgil is like yo you want to talk ready to wear high fashion like yo there's been there's been a lot of runway shows from louis vuitton that i looked at and i was like i don't even where does somebody wear a cape i don't i've never needed a cape but you know what i need a hoodie uh, <laughs> or you know what i want a hoodie like i just think about some of this stuff and i'm like we downplay so much of the things that are part of our essentials our daily life when he like, said the t-shirt like remember like when they yeah. did like the t-shirt like I'm, I'm like paraphrasing but it's like like to him like the t-shirt was like the illest canvas like yeah. it was like because yo that's we like he had like he loved t-shirts because yeah. that's what we wear every day like you're saying a hoodie that's what we wear mm -hmm. every day and like even i guess going back to like but I keep like talking about the like the style of like even like talking about like genius and all that shit. It's mm -hmm. like for me, it's so interesting, and it's even like through a line when you're saying like to being professional. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like these are people who have had a level of impact and changing that to give us the confidence yeah. to think to think think that stuff. Because like when I'm watching when I'm watching episode one of Genius, right, and you see fucking. Um, they went fat farm, rockaway, bag, like all this shit. I'm like, yo, DJ Clue, yo, out there looking crazy. They got the bag, they got the baggy fitted, all that, right? <laughs> the bag baggy. I was like, what was going on right here? I'm looking at, I'm looking at this shit, and I'm like, yo, there was a time, even when we went to the club, we went to functions to go hear our music. And we couldn't even wear what we want to wear in the function. Mm -hmm. Yo, you can't wear them sneakers. You can't wear that shirt. You right. can't wear. You it can't. literally had a, a picture of damn near Dave it, Dash at the door. It, <laughs> it was it, like, don't dress like this on the way in. And you still, it's still, yo, like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta think about how crazy that is. Yeah. That, like, we always had to ask for permission to be in these spaces to to just be our to be ourselves. Right. So to me, it's like that's what the culmination of all it. That's all a legacy the, of hip hop, right? Yeah. Is like being able to be fully ourselves in all spaces, and, and and I think like when you talk about like the like Virgil, you talk about Kanye. To me, like I think like obviously like in a rap thing, like like yeah, you look at the Jay Zs, you look at the the Nas's, the Camerons, the Wu Tang, <laughs> like whatever. It's like obviously I feel like they've always pushed maybe music business forward, but in the way that that Kanye specifically Virgil. Have changed Pharrell, Pharrell yeah. have changed cult like yo culture, like not just black culture, culture, culture across the board is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy to yeah. me. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And we're really, I feel really lucky to have been able to grow up through this era yeah. and see the real life impact of things and see like what the children of Ye and P are doing now. You know, it's like the boundaries that were pushed where it's like, oh, you can wear these colors or you can do, it's like now it's so much bigger than that. And that there's an awareness around like what fullness means is so much bigger than that. Now the the splitting of like being able to be like, wow, I don't have to dress like that. I can also dress like this. That's like blown out the water. Like luckily we're in a place where it's like, there are so many options. There are endless ways to be you. There's endless ways to be a hip hop artist. There's endless ways to be a person of color. There's endless ways to be black. Like, and I hope that, you know, that's something that I think is a part of this legacy of just like continuing to deepen what your full identity is. Like Virgil is somebody who like the more he spoke, the more I like really got to understand like his philosophy on things. I think the craziest part about him passing was just how many people he changed their lives by just speaking to them. Like just having conversations with 
other creatives, homies, people that he's met throughout the years, giving a word of advice, pushing somebody, remembering an idea that they had and being like, oh, I hope I see that to fruition. Like having people who are, he just impacted so many people just on that tip. That was everybody posting the screenshots of like the, the messages he said, because yo, when you get a message from somebody who's able to perform at that level, who bets on themselves in that way, it does feel like, oh shit, like this is, this is miraculous in some way that you see something in me and like, look what you've been able to do on this earth. So I just hope that like it continues to grow. And I, I, I said it in our first version of this episode a few months ago, but like V1, what uh, Salehi had said about Virgil, like it's just insane to see the impact he's having currently and what he's been able to do. And just again, furthering these designs, working with certain brands, just having, you know, just deepening the the skew of what things look like right now. And the way he spoke about Virgil, and Virgil spoke that way about Ye, and Ye spoke that way about Damon Hove, yeah. and Hove spoke that way about... it. To, to me, it, it's funny, because when you think about these things, like these people, like I think about these people, like how I view New York, mm. right? Like Like New York, to me, why I think New York will always be the illest place in the world, mm-hmm. or at least growing up, that why I thought is like because everybody's just being like it's like yo, you got all these different type of people all living on top on top of each other, and they have to mix. Like it's not about it's like oh like you like this, I like this. Like even you think about like how hip hop comes to came together. It's like Jamaicans, African Americans, Puerto Ricans. Yo, we all, you know what I mean? We're we, outside. Yeah, we outside. We, you know, now we we got this new, we got this new culture. And I think right now in the in in the time that we living in, you know, it's it's very easy. You know, it's a lot, you know, it's a lot of shit, whatever. We all you turn on the TV, you turn on Instagram, whatever. Like turn on Instagram. Yeah, like you, yeah, you, you turn on it the Instagram. Yeah, you turn on Instagram, you <laughs> like you see, yo, you see what's going, you see what's going on in the world. And it's very easy to be like, now I'm just over here. I'm just over here. I'm just over here. Siloed. And, and to me, it's like when I when I even think about like what you said about the screenshots with like Virgil, it's like yo, you know, this is a nigga who got a, a collection with Louis Vuitton. Well, doing, the creative director of Louis yeah, Vuitton. Yeah, creative director of Louis Vuitton. Collections with Nike. Collections with Nike, but is also working with fucking West Side Gun. Yeah. Also, you know what I mean? Like to me, we'll that, do a cover of like a Pop Smoke project. Yeah, like that's before what, it mo- meant something like that, or DJs yeah. a function for 150 people because his homie hit him to do that. And that's what that's what this shit is about. Like when we talk about like pushing this shit forward for me, that's like what I'm reminded of. Is like. Yo, that's what this shit is about. It's like you never too big because of who you are to do something. As long as you feel that shit, yeah. it's like, yo, do that. And that's exactly what everyone said about Virgil. They were like, how he made the time, I'll never know. Like how he had the time. And I think it was as simple as like the words were enough. Like his presence was enough. If he could swing it, he would. And I think that that's, that says so much about somebody. Just like if they can squeeze it. Make make a make the work stretch. Make a week stretch. Make an hour stretch. Um, feeling really like again, just always inspired by them. And I hope that like you know this conversation also just reminds me like, what do I want my legacy to be? What do you want your legacy to be? What do we want Say Silence legacy to be? Like these are just good things to like marinate on. And everyone who's listening like to think about legacy. What what are we like? What is extracted from the work that you do every day? What's extracted from your words, from your relationships? If it all came down to it, like what would you say it was? And I don't know. I'm still building mine. I know. I don't know. You just gotta live and let them figure that out. Yeah, but intention super important. Yeah. Like living with intention is at the end of the day sowing the seeds for that legacy. Fact. So, yeah. I mean, like wow. Wow. Hits blunt, hits blunt. Thank you. <laughs> um, word. Well, I feel like that's a good note to yeah, send dude. the people off till whenever the next time we talk to y'all is. We'll be back soon. I feel like, you know, we, we speak up when we got something to say, not not just to not just to talk. No, nah, facts. And then we have a we have our teams growing. Shouts to Imani and Momo. In the building. So we're hoping uh, you know, keep keep it keep on coming, keep on moving. Shout shouts to soul to soul. <laughs> Yeah? Yeah. All right, word. Well, y'all can peep all the past episodes of Stay Silent Public Radio over on our SoundCloud. No. No? 
<laughs> Where on are Spotify, they? Oh, Apple they're on music. Spotify and Apple Music. No, no, Apple, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Yeah, 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 this is not on SoundCloud. Yeah. My all, bad. All of Jay's mixes are on SoundCloud, though. All on, all on SoundCloud. <laughs> and you can follow us on social media. But you know actually what is on SoundCloud? Yeah. The... S, like when we did the radio, sh- like this grew from like being like a radio show. Now it's this podcast yeah, thing. So, I don't know. We always like transform. We're on so. everything, yo. Go to Spotify. Go to. We're not on Title anymore. Nah. Yeah, yeah. We're Maybe. sorry, Hove. We're on Spotify. We're on SoundCloud, Instagram, the Twitters, <laughs> at Stay Silent PVD. Tap in. What else was I about to say though? Um, playlists popping. It was a lot of yo man, just fucking pay attention, all right, man. It's oh, a, oh, we also did a podcast together. Shouts to the Creative Capital show. Oh yeah, yep. And our boy Jason. So we'll we'll put a link to that in the in the. Yeah, you always somewhere. be saying we put we gonna put. We the do link. put the links. <laughs> Ru puts the links. <laughs> well, I'll, I'm gonna comment the link. <laughs> yeah, comment. I'm gonna comment we, the we, link. We've been making a lot of promises. I, I don't know. I don't know if we kept good on on some of them. You don't. You can't put the link. I'll put the link in, in the, the descri- description. description. That's uh, what I was thinking. I'll do that. I'll do that. All right, word. <laughs> Thank y'all. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Bye.